All right. Now that you know the basics of volleyball, let's try playing. Red versus blue teams. Brinley, your red team captain. Yes. Holiday, blue team captain. Great. I'm on team Holiday. Of course. Holiday, serve on my whistle. So what are you, an amateur volleyball champion to homeschool? I guess we'll find out, won't we? Here goes nothing. Ugh! Solid serve, Holiday! Got it! Ugh! Whoa. Holiday, you! Ugh! Ugh! Go, go, go! Ugh! Ugh! Holiday, come on! Hitting it to you, Case! Spike it! Ugh! Ugh! Ow! My face! Time out! Did you see that, Coach? She spiked the ball right into my face! Holiday made her She did not! I just didn't see you there. Whatever! Coach, Freak Show and her sidekick here were cornering me earlier. They totally planned this! You're cracked, Brinley. You're the one who keeps spying. Eek! My nose is bleeding, Coach McAllister! Do something! Enough! Brindley straight to the nurse. Holiday, Casey. Time to record six minutes rewind. Just a heads up to the listeners. This show is for people who have already listened to all of six minutes. There will be spoilers. There are kids in this world who are different. Special. They look like us and they act like us. But they are not us. And one of them is missing. Hey, it's Jess Fisher. I'm here with Six Minutes creators Chris Terry and David Kreisman. Today we are talking about episodes 34 through 36, Six Minutes with the School Nurse, Six Minutes with the Juno Star Ledger, and Six Minutes of Volleyball. Joining us today is Shiloh, superfan Shiloh. Shiloh, how are you? I'm doing really well. How are you guys? Good, good. We're so happy to have you with us. Thank you. So how long have you been a Six Minutes superfan? Actually, not that long. I started listening to it during the pandemic because I had nothing to do. (laughs) I just kind of found it on my Pandora feed and I was like, okay. (laughs) Nothing to do is our base audience. That's exactly, exactly. That's who we, we we write the best stuff for that audience specifically. Nice. Oh my gosh, Jess, I have to say your your coach McAllister at the beginning had made me laugh. That was very good. (laughs) That was impressive. Honestly, it came out of my mouth and I thought to myself, that was really good. Like I didn't practice it. Time out. Time out. (laughs) Shiloh, who's your favorite character? Is it Coach McAllister? (laughs) Well, no, actually, I think it has to be Casey. Ah, Ah, that's a good one. I think we have mm-hmm. that in common. Yeah. Oh, good. Casey lo- rules. Sorry, what were you saying? I was going to say just one last thing on Coach McAllister. She says, time out and enough. Exactly exactly the same way. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Those are her catchphrases. Those are her catchphrases. We just, we just don't see her again, but she's doing it all the time That's off true. camera. That's true. We never see her again. Classic. So other than like listening to six minutes all the time over and over, what, what other interests do you have, Shiloh? Well, let's see. I've been dancing for like a really long time. I had to quit that recently because of an injury, but I do do theater and drawing and I write too. That's so cool. What kind of stuff do you write? Pretty much anything that I'm in the mood for. I'm currently working on uh, like a mini novel sort of thing. 
Oh, cool. Wow. I think those are called novellas. I think so, too. Yes, there you go. Fancy, fancy name. <laughs> you gotta get, if it's going to be some writer, you got to give it a fancy you name. you got to give it a fancy yeah, name. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. Like six minutes is a podcastella. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Well, it's not Love quite it. short, but yeah. Maybe the episodes themselves are episodellas. Yeah, you go. Exactly. Episodella. There you go. I would call it more of a pod epic. <laughs> that's terrible. That's I would really call bad. it an epic, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so before we dive into the episodes, Shiloh, would you ask Ivan for a brief recap? Yeah. Ivan, hit me with a recap. Will do, Shiloh. Episode 34. While Cyrus and his parents get ready to meet with a reporter, Bertie falls off a swing and winds up in a suspicious nurse's office. But when she puts on Badger's jacket, Holly finds a warning. There's a spy inside Whittier Middle School. Episode 35. Jezebel Harrington shows up to interview Cyrus about the science fair, but Bertie bursts in and blasts about the spy. The family covers, but the reporter focuses in on Holiday, and they take lots of pictures. The Anders family begins to put together a list of flashcard suspects, but Holiday zeroes in on one. Brinley. Episode 36. In a heated game of volleyball, Casey joins Team Holiday and spikes the ball into Brinley's face. Casey and Cyrus make a date to work on the robot. Holiday signals an emergency where her phone is stolen with all of her messages to Dr. Farber. A plan is hatched. Break into Brinley's house and steal the phone back. <laughs> a lot of really interesting cameos in this um, by Gen Z behind the scenes people. Like I think one of my favorite is uh, is Darian playing the photographer. Yes, Darian. Oh, photographer. yeah. So <laughs> for those that don't know, Darian uh, is one of our editors and sound designers at Gen Z Media. He's been here with us for a long time. I'm sure we'll have him on the show at some point. But uh, every so often he nails a character, and here he is doing uh, the photographer, <laughs> just doing my job, man. Yeah, you, there's, it's one of the <laughs> best lines if you want to play it. Could you stop taking those photos, please? Doing my job, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just doing my job, it. man. <laughs> Just doing my job, man. I mean, it's a kind of a thankless job to be a photographer for the Juno Star Ledger, probably. Right. Yeah. All he does is follow Jezebel Harrington around all day. <laughs> right. Yeah. And she just complains about the fact that she hasn't gotten a big New York job in New York or somewhere. Exactly. And she doesn't even like, she calls him her assistant and he's like, photographer. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that whole bit is pretty good. Yeah, which, which means that he probably has to get her coffee on top of everything else. Yeah, there's a whole story right. going on behind there. That's for sure. Yeah, where's their <laughs> podcast? <laughs> uh, also, the intro intro of Cora and Dora. Oh. Yes. Oh, lest we forget. Yeah, Cora and Dora, who are played by the same actress. Yep. So you didn't want to cast twins? <laughs> did we want to? <laughs> sure. What did we end up doing? We just ended up like raising the voice of the other one by like half, by like almost half a step. Oh. So they're just a little bit like tuned a little bit differently. Dave, who is the actress that played Cora and Dora? Presley Ryan, who was also on Young Ben Franklin and a big Broadway star. I think she was in oh. Beetlejuice on Broadway. No way. And other things, yep. That's extremely cool. That's right. Yeah. Okay, Cora and Dora. Yeah, so she would Rockin do the Cora it. lines, then she would do the Dora lines. Yeah, and it was always confusing to put them together afterwards. You had to really follow <laughs> yeah, the script I bet. because you're like, okay, yes. which one is talking now? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there was, there's them. And what was another one? Our director, Michelle Tattenbaum, by the way, was – I was a little offended by Cora and Dora because she's an identical twin herself. Right. Is she? And, and she doesn't like the sort of stereotypes of the twins finishing each other's sentences. sentences. Or, or yeah, that yeah. she's really against the, the creepy twin stereotype. Both of my parents are identical twins. Really? Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that weird? But, but yeah. No, I, I understand. I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> I was like, wait, they're both identical twins. There's wait, you mean they look each like each other? No, wait, that's no. not what I- 
No, they each, each have an identical twin. But that's a fun fact I, I usually whip out, like, at some point in the friendship with people that they're, like, extremely surprised about. That's amazing. Yeah, right? I know they're all—they're usually against the creepy twin narrative, which, you know— <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> I, would, I would understand. Are they they're um, both identical? Yes, they're both so identical. So you, you basically have visually two sets of parents. Yeah, actually and genetically. My cousins are my half-siblings. Wow. Mm. Shiloh, how do you feel about twins? I will be totally honest and say I always wanted a twin from the oh, time what? I was little. For as long as I can remember, I was always like, I'm going to find my long-lost twin. I bet I have one. <laughs> <laughs> and my parents were like, Shiloh, no, you don't have a twin, I promise. <laughs> I think they'd remember. It was a phase I went through, and I always thought I would love having a twin. And I actually knew someone who had an identical twin, and when I was very, very young, and I was like, I want to be you. <laughs> That's classic. Well, Shiloh, what, what did you like about these episodes? What did you take away from this 34 to 36 section of six minutes? I definitely had a keen sense for Cyrus because I just, I really felt like he was really there for Holiday, even at the hmm. beginning of the very first episode when he's there and they're preparing for his interview with the Juno Star Ledger. He's sitting there going, where's Holiday? Is she okay? Hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. I'm an older <laughs> sister myself. And I'm like, that's exactly what I would do. Aw. Yeah, he's a good brother. That is nice. Well, Cyrus is on the MVP category. That's true. Yes. He's, he's up for the award. What I liked about these episodes is that it felt like we were heading into mystery territory. You know, this show is very mystery of like, oh, can we trust the parents? But this one is suspects, a list of suspects. And who's who, you know? Mm-hmm. Like classic mystery stuff. Mm-hmm. And really classic bad Anders lying going on here. <laughs> yes. That's yes. true. Boy, yes. they're so terrible at cover. Zeroes in on it immediately. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> really good. I like when she leaves and he's like, there's a lot of pictures. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, so many pictures. Yeah. I mean, the him following her to the car is, is really a red flag. Yeah. That this yeah. family has some secrets that they do not want to <laughs> yeah, come out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, not, not the best of choices. Well, let's move on to the categories. What do we have, Jess? I have a lot of best lines of dialogue, so I apologize in advance. That's okay. But the first one up is Cyrus asking about his hair. Okay, one last question. How, how does my hair look? Aw, his little <laughs> stutter. I imagine Cyrus has like a big swoop of hair. Yeah, I like thought so Conan too. O'Brien. Oh, You're like Conan yes. O'Brien-y. Yeah. 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 That's, uh, <laughs> Perfect. We're all on the same page. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Birdie, what do you think? Did you tell the nurse about Badger? What'd you think? I woke up stupid? <laughs> Classic Birdie. Classic Birdie. So Birdie. Uh, let's see. James Creativity. <laughs> we encourage our kids to get creative so they don't spend their lives staring at screens. Okay. That'll do, girls. That sounded like a totally natural laugh. Oh my gosh. That is exactly what my parents tell me all the time, Shiloh. We're going to take away your screens, go find something creative to do. How does that work? <laughs> it, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. Because I actually don't have a whole lot on my phone. I've never had anything on my phone, really, except for, like, music. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that big of a deal. But for my friends, if I were to tell my friends that, they'd be like, are you crazy? Gasp. <laughs> They go into withdrawal. Well, hey, you know, you're writing a novella, so they might be doing something right. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, Holiday hydrocortisone. When you mix the thing with the thing. 
nitric acid with the uh, hydro... Hydrocortisone, right. Hydrazine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Some really good lying, That's yeah. a fun back and forth. Yes. Yeah. They, they really sound like they're tap dancing there. It's great. Yes. Uh, birdie spies. And he definitely doesn't know anything about spies or secret lab experiments. <laughs> smooth, 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 smooth. And, uh, you know, we just have to listen to this one more time because I, you know, put a give it up for Darian. Could you stop taking those photos, please? Doing my job, man. Oh, <laughs> I mean, so come on. So good. It's perfect. Casey, murder. That we tried to murder Brindley? Murder? Chillax sci-fi. <laughs> I just like the delivery on that. It's yeah. like very quick. It's very good. I think this last one is my favorite. I, yeah. I, when I listen to it. I, That's for last. For me, yeah. Urgent. 911. I'm cute. What? W- what? Oh, oh, yeah. Brinley's nose. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big moment. I love when he comes back to, oh, yeah, Brinley's nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Charlie, you get to pick the... Um, you get to pick the winner out of all those. It's a lot of different clips. That's that's yeah. maybe our record number of clips. I'm bouncing back and forth between the murder and the cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. Does it like like one cute. like one would murder cute? You know, right? right. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go Cyrus cute. It's just Yay! it's too dorky. It's too, <laughs> too dorky, dorky for me. I have to do it. Nice <laughs> dorky well, in dor- dorky in a cute way. Yeah, it's cute. Yes. There's the whole scene that comes right before it, with which is Cyrus and Casey just just falling in love, just mm-hmm. falling yes. in love. Mm-hmm. It's precious. <laughs> Do such a good job. I love how Casey's always sort of dropping these hints to him that she likes him, but he's sort of yeah. kind of a oblivious. He knows it's happening, but like she's so in control, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Right, and then he he gets it like ten seconds later. It kind of sinks in each time. Right. I mean, she yeah. could not be laying it out there for him any more clearly. <laughs> Dude, that is exactly what happens to me. Oh, <laughs> People are like, hey, I like you. And I, after the fact, my parents are like, you do know that that kid liked you, right? And I'm like, what? <laughs> same. Absolutely same. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, so that's a, that's a great choice. Cyrus, I'm cute, I Agreed. think, is the, is the winning line. We're moving on to best sound design. And, you know, the interesting thing when I re-listen to these, this episode is so overscored. It's crazy. There's so much music in this episode. It's basically like one into the other. So when I was thinking about it, I was, I was just like, oh, Chris, we must have slowed down on the scoring after this. Because oh. I, I don't know if you guys noticed, but it was like no. a, there's a lot of music in this. There's just cues coming at you right and left. <laughs> Well, that's the scene. There's so much going on. There's the there's intrigue, there's comedy, and then there's the the moment they burst in. It's like it, yeah. the scene has like five different beats to it. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. And those are always the hardest to score with any library. Like we work with our own libraries that we make here at Gen Z. All of our stuff is composed in-house and everything. So, um, But, you know, once we have the library made, we're pulling in cues from old clips and all that sort of stuff. And those are the hardest to do where you have multiple beats happening within the same scene. Dave and I, whenever we're in edits, always like that's always the hardest one. What do we have? Best sound design, the swings. Hi, Birdie. Uh, uh, hey, hey, Dora. Hey, Cora. Soccer practice started. Why are you here on the swings by yourself? Uh, well. And where were you on Saturday? You were supposed to come to our birthday party. It's not every day that twins turn 10. I'm sorry, I I can't tell you. Not, not cool. cool. And why are you all scratched up? What have you been doing? Sorry, I can't hear you. Why are you swinging so high? 
Way to fall. It's a long way to yeah. fall. <laughs> it's a very big swing. I always also wonder about like the thing going in the background. I don't remember what Dave. What did we go with with that? It was like a boom. Oh yeah, boom. Right. Yes, boom. It just keeps getting like just like one of those things where you're like, okay, I guess that could be whatever that's supposed to be. Cora and Dora doesn't seem like they'd be a not really a good hang. I have to say, no. As far no, as friends, no. as far as friends go, I don't know that I would choose Cora and Dora to be my best friends. You gotta be. You gotta gotta be ready for some hang time with them. You gotta sort of. <laughs> yeah, you gotta prepare. They got a lot of questions. You can't go in tired. <laughs> right. I actually always wondered something about Birdie, though. Like, I always found her to be like kind of stressed all the time. Mm. Is like she puts on a confident front, but then sometimes you see her like breaking down, and I'm like, oh my gosh, was that intentional? <laughs> It's well, yeah. I mean, I think that she's definitely she's got one of those big monologues ready to go at all times. Mm-hmm. I think Birdie feels like people don't listen to her very much. I think if there's stress, it's probably comes from that. And mm-hmm. so when she gets a chance to, for people to really listen, she's she's got a lot to say. Yeah, she always feels like <laughs> okay. the odd man out, like not in on the on the latest. Yeah, it's info. it's the little sister thing, right? Oh yes. <laughs> She's got a lot to prove. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Let's see what's next on the best sound design. We got camera click. This is my assistant. You're a photographer? Sure, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yet, yet, yet another great Darian line. So funny. And then we've got sweeping. I guess they haven't found digital cameras in Alaska yet. No. No. They haven't. Not in Juneau. Yeah. Monica, you dropped the cookies. I am so clumsy. <laughs> Ms. Harrington, this is our daughter, Birdie. Love the that wind, like the very glass. Very glass, exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, you know, half you never know what you're going to need for the story. So getting the pictures of the sweeping very important. Got to got to get more material than you think you need. That's right. Mom drops plate of cookies. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mom drops plate of cookies. News at eleven. Uh, okay. Here's the pen. Did you say there's a spy at the school? Spy? No, I I said pie. There's a pie at the school. Reporter's ears, honey. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not falling for that trick that everybody does on every TV show where they change the word around and pretend they said that. Right, right. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Casey in bathroom. Oh, that would be because you're nicer, smarter, and better at things than she is. I like the echo. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. It's that was nice. Fun. Well, you know, she's a little ways away. It's a bathroom. It's echoey. Right. Right. Well, uh, Charlotte, what do you think? What's your favorite sound design moment? Oof. Uh, there's so many good ones. Gosh. <laughs> Sweeping. Sweeping. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I really liked, because in my mind, I know it is most likely not even close to glass, but it <laughs> sounds so much like someone's sweeping up broken glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, probably what we had on hand at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Hey, there's glass plates. What do we got up next, Jess? Best new character. Nice. Mm-hmm. So up first, we've got Cora and Dora, which we heard in the Swings clip. Mm-hmm. Those are two separate options, by the way. Yeah. Oh, no. are they? Okay. Cora you can vote for either Cora people. or Dora. Gotcha. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> then there's Jezebel. I've got a little clip of her, but we've also been listening to her let's too. Let's see. Well, let's give her. Let's give her her due right here. Knock knock. Jezebel Harrington, Juno Star Ledger. Anybody home? Oh, uh, hi, Miss Harrington. 
I'm Cyrus Sanders. It's a pleasure to meet you. Of course it is. This is my assistant. You're a photographer? Sure, whatever. We're here to interview you about the robotics competition. <laughs> I love that delivery. <laughs> about? Yes. <laughs> you know, it just she struck me. She sounds like she's looking at something. Yeah, she yeah. does. She does. It just struck me in that moment. She sounds like she could be related to Brinley. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's true. Yes. Oh, my yes. gosh. Doesn't it sort of? It sounds like That is true. Yeah. That's uh, jo- my friend Joanna Young, by the way, playing Jezebel Harrington, who is uh, also a Broadway star. Oh, yes. my gosh. Yep. Rubbing elbows. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got uh, Miss McAllister, the cold open. <laughs> All right. Now that you know the basics of volleyball, let's try playing red versus blue teams. Brindley, your red team captain. Yes. <laughs> that was a good cutoff too. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. I don't remember who played Coach McAllister, Dave. I don't remember either. Yeah, can't remember. She does. She sounds like a gym teacher. She, she does, does it. She does yep. sound she like really a gym does teacher. It. She does. Nurse Romack is also really fun. Uh, again, lots of uh, lots of like walk on characters in these three. Holiday, can I ask you a question? Okay. Is everything okay at home? Why wouldn't it be? Maybe issues with a friend? Bertie seems preoccupied, and I noticed scratches on her arms and legs. Oh, um, yeah, we went hiking as a family. Hiking? She said she fell. Did she? I should get her home. Holiday, I'm somewhat concerned. Holiday, can we go now? Uh, sure. Bye, Nurse Romack. <laughs> a little serious. You know, she was climbing a radio tower and was rescued by a hoverboard, but, you know. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> and we've already heard uh, Darian as the photographer, who I think name in this episode is Phil. Is that right? That sounds oh, right. Yeah. No idea. <laughs> Phil the photographer. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes sense. PH. Good stuff. Yeah. Maybe a Groundhog Day reference. Oh, that's true. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Sure, sure. Hi, it's me, Jess. GZM Rewind is brought to you by BarkBox. 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 So... I actually don't have a dog. I actually wish I had a dog, but Matt is allergic, but I still love him. But my mom has a dog, and her name's Lucy, and she's blind, and I love her. Oh, that's nice. And Chris and I each have two dogs. Right. I know. Y'all are full of dogs. You could share your dogs with me. Um, But every Christmas for years, I, I always get Lucy another toy, like in addition to the rest of my family. Like Lucy also gets a toy. Like a gift. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, you know what would have made that easier rather than going to the store and, like, picking out a toy is if I had a subscription box for her. So, if you have a dog or if there's a dog in your life that you love and want to give them a monthly box of chews, toys, and treats, treat yourself with a subscription to BarkBox. (laughs) Go to gzmshows.com slash BarkBox now and you will also get a free bonus toy in every box. Nice. Nice. Which you can use possibly for sure. your cat. Or your kid. Yeah. Mostly your dog. Yeah. Mostly your dog. What do you think, Dave? Would a, would a dog actually call it a wolf box? That's maybe. <laughs> BarkBox is on a mission to make all dogs happy, and we're on a mission to make stories that make you happy. So support us by going to gcmshows.com slash BarkBox and getting a subscription today. That's gcmshows.com slash BarkBox. Thanks, and back to the show. Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. So, uh, so who do we have as a winner there? I think I'm going to have to go nurse. And the reason is, is because it's kind of like I was listening to some of the early episodes and you guys were saying, if you take the parents 
lines out of the dramatic music, they just sound worried. And that's exactly <laughs> what I feel for Nurse Romack. She just sounds worried. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. She's she's actually good at her job. She's yeah. the one person that's like really noticing stuff. Mm-hmm. Other than other than Brinley, maybe. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Uh, well, excellent choice. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're on to best cliffhanger, I think, Jess, right? Oh, no, we're on to list of flashcard oh, subjects. Oh, list of flashcard subjects. That's a good Suspects. one. Suspects. Suspects, sorry. Oh, right. what, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but don't go with what I said. Um, Mr. Strain. What about your science teacher? Didn't he get curious when you dropped that knowledge in class? <laughs> dun, da, da, da. Dun, da, da, da. Principal Palais we have. Principal Palais, she came here looking for holiday. What principal makes house calls? <laughs> yeah. And still writing stuff down, right? She's right. Nurse Romack we have, who we've just heard. And of course, Brinley. And this is like one of Dave's and the writing team's best uh, best red herring ever, right, Dave? I mean, oh. you guys you guys pushing to, to Brinley. We're I just realized in these three episodes, we're pushing Brinley so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That basically, uh, you know, the fact that she keeps being mentioned as the suspect is one of the reasons, I think, in these three episodes, we come to not suspect Casey uh, on such a high level. I think that's one of the one of the exciting uh, parts of the, these three episodes for me. Yeah, it makes sense that they would choose Casey to be such an ally because she, like, swoops in, is cool, is nice to them when it doesn't seem like they have a lot of allies, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I always wondered, like, what Casey was doing, like, behind the scenes. Like, she's obviously falling in love. We know she is falling in love with Cyrus, which mm-hmm. was sort of the unexpected thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then now, and now, um, you can imagine at this point, if you were taking it from Casey's point of view, she would be starting to really struggle with the fact that she is the, uh, she is flashcard. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but listening to it now, too, and knowing Brinley so well, I also, I also sort of thought, like, how could they think it was Brinley? <laughs> Well, I mean, she's looking through Holiday's locker. Yes. Well, we give yeah. some, we give we give some hard evidence, right? Like that. I mean, if I w- I remember listening to that clip and I was like, oh my gosh, I agree. What an invasion of privacy. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Shiloh, if you had to pick, who's your who's your favorite list of flashcard suspects? It's so hard because I know who flashcard is, and I'm like, mm. well, obviously, but <laughs> oh gosh, I think I'm gonna have to do the principal though. Right. Yeah, is there something also to be said that, like, you kind of expect it to be an adult? I mean, if it's not Brinley, then yeah. it has to be an adult. I think that was the other thing, Dave, we were talking about. You, uh, the writing team, pushing hard, you know, the fact, like, really throwing in the red herring there as Brinley. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, one of the reasons you don't go to Casey is because of the fact that you expect if it's not Brinley, it's got to be somebody else that's an adult or, you know, because if you think a spy, a spy is usually, a you know, an adult. Right. We never really suggest that it's... That it's a kid. Right. Other than Holiday being so sure it's Brindley. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So you're going to go with the principal. I think yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the old principal showing up at the house is pretty, pretty suspicious. It's scary. It's like, <laughs> it is scary. Dude, you're supposed to be at my school, not in my house. <laughs> what are you doing here? And a deep plant, let's be honest. You're going to get the principal involved? That's a pretty deep plant. Yeah, yeah. true. It's totally. Like if you're the if you're the spy teachers. company if you're the spy yeah. company it's like we got somebody it's the principal spies incorporated right. yeah 
<laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna call everything Spies Incorporated now. I have. Yeah, it. I, I like that. <laughs> Spies Inc. Right, Spies right, Incorporated right. has a spy in every school in America, by the way. Right. Maybe right. I'm not supposed to oh, say gosh. that. But <laughs> it's true. Oh no. Right. That's why I'm homeschooled, guys. That's why I'm homeschooled. <laughs> and also in your house. Right, right. Yeah. right. Oh, gosh, no. I think Watch I know who it is. It's probably my sister. Yeah. It's, ah. I'm not going to say it's your sister, but I'm not going to say it's not your sister. <laughs> what do we have up next, Jess? Best cliffhanger. Oh, here we are. Best cliffhanger. Uh, let's see. So we have Finding the Note. Hey, there's something in the pocket. Let me see. It's a note. What's it say? Spy in the school. CN flashcard. What does it mean? Birdie, I don't think finding this jacket was an accident. I think Badger wanted us to find it. He's trying to warn us. Whittier has a spy inside the school. By the way, I remember Tom and I having a long, Tom Cassiello, uh, who wrote the story with me, we had a lot of discussion about what the name of the, what the code name would be for the spy. Oh, yeah. I was just going to ask you that. How did you guys come up with flashcards? Yeah, yeah. We wanted it to be something that sort of made sense in a school setting. You know, it could be a lot oh, of different things. Card. Sure. Um, and might hint at a teacher, I think, too, was the idea. I wish I could remember some of the other, the other possibilities we went through. <laughs> Nice. Pencil. <laughs> exactly. Post-it note. <laughs> yeah. Chalkboard. Pop quiz. I feel like maybe pop Scotch quiz. Was, pop quiz. Pop quiz might have been on the list. <laughs> what about eraser? Eraser. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that's that's mm. terrifying. That's scary. <laughs> I know. Very, very, uh, the eraser. Oh, my The gosh. sharpener. Exactly. Anybody listening out there, send in your favorite alternatives yeah. to flashcard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Next one I have is Brindley as the spy. It's obvious, Cy. There's only one person in the school who's been up in my business since day one. The person who follows me around and broke into my locker. Holiday, are you saying... Yes. Brinley is the spy. Uh, and then break into this household. If we don't do something, they're going to come after us. What? What could we possibly do? Break into Brinley's house and steal the phone back? Now there's an idea. <laughs> Gosh. Which launches into some of my favorite episodes when they go to the Pasternak houses. I think oh, yeah. those are some good ones coming yeah. up. Yeah. 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 And we learn so much about Brinley. Really fun. And I forget, do we meet Brinley's dad in that one? Too? We do. He walks in and, and oh. threatens to shoot them. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> that's oh, oh man. my gosh. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> which is some that of my scared the heck out of me. Which we'll get to next week, next week, obviously. But um, th I think it's some of the points where he's in his um, truck and we hear him pull up with the country music and all that mm -hmm. sort of stuff. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. yes, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, really, really good. That is good stuff. You know what I think is fun? I was just going to say this about the mystery is that all of the clues are there to figure out Casey. You know, we didn't mm. cheat on the phone disappearing. Like we know Casey was in the locker room too. Sometimes in those situations, in order to hide it. You just sort of, you know, you don't lay in any tracks at all. Mm -hmm. but, but they are there, and I'm sure some some smart people figured it out. So what about the being in the locker thing, Dave? How did that play? Like when she busted Brinley? Oh, she busted Brinley, and then we know the phone disappeared from the locker room. Right. But Casey, of course, was there too. Gotcha. But we're pointing so strongly to, to Brinley that you, you almost mm -hmm. don't remember that Casey was there. Mm -hmm. I remember when 
we first found out that Casey was the spy, I felt like I had just finished reading an Agatha Christie novel. I was like, oh my gosh, it's so obvious. <laughs> exactly, yes. Those are the best kind of reveals, right? Best yes. kind of reveals. Let's see. So, okay, well, we got Finding the Note, Brindley is the Spy, and Break into the Pasternak Household. I'm going to have to do Note. Yeah, it's pretty fun. That one got me whenever I was first listening to it. I was listening and I was like, well, that makes total sense. But like, what? <laughs> nice, yeah. nice. It's a good one. I also love, it's so sweet that Birdie's wearing Badger's coat. Yeah. 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 I loved that. I was like, oh, Birdie. So sweet. Right. I was going to say, I was going to say, either that yeah. or a little weird. <laughs> oh. I think it's weird. I think well, it's sweet. once again, the little sister, they don't buy anything new for That's her, what I was going to so. say. Yeah, she does a, she said the, She said the same coat for five years, and it's like the only way she can get a coat is like off some kid that's missing. Of climbing a tower and right. finding a coat. Right. Oh, gosh. Like, oh, my gosh. I get a new coat. My first coat in five <laughs> oh, years. Just turned it into a sad thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is she Tiny Tim? Like- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, my, James and Monica have pretty good jobs. They can afford coats. for Right. How old is Badger? I've always wondered that. How old did you guys write mm-hmm. Badger? He's supposed to seem like he's like he's 10. The actor playing him certainly was not 10. But yeah, he's supposed to be kind of around Birdie's age. Okay, that makes so much more sense. Yeah, I mean, he's an older older soul. But yeah, he's supposed to seem like a real little kid. 10-year-old okay. in, in a, yeah. with a much older soul. And then he becomes Badger Bruce. <laughs> oh, Badger Bruce. Bruce Badger, Badger. Bruce. Oh my gosh. Classic. Well, who do you think is the who do you think is the MVP of this uh, episode, Jess? What who do we have? I put down Cyrus uh, for similar reasons that you said, Shiloh. Holiday has some really good moments here, even though she's totally misdirected. I, I really like her confidence in being like, "It's Brinley. We're gonna break into her house." <laughs> like that's awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> I love James in in the photography sequence and Casey. Like, both being an incredible spy and also just, like, coming to their rescue so often, making them feel like they're not, like, alone, you know, Mm -hmm. when they're being bullied. I mean, I love the idea. I mean, this is where Casey, again, Casey, I can't remember who won last week, but I think Casey is a strong contender for me. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. Casey won last week. Oh, did she? Boy, she really came in like she— Oh, no, maybe it was Cyrus. Maybe it was Cyrus. Oh, yeah, because of his stuttering. Oh, Yes. yes, that's right. Classic. Yep. Uh, well, Shiloh, who do you think? Who would you pick as your MVP? Casey. No hesitation. Oh, I, nice. t- I love Casey And we tie the so top much. of the show right into this. Kai Casey's my favorite character. <laughs> she's the one that spiked the volleyball into Brindley's face. It's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And she's just so cool. She's so cool. I just love her so much. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Casey's actually the inspiration for my novella that I'm writing. I did not think of anything until I met Casey's character. I was like, that's it. That's oh, cool. awesome. Well, Shiloh, I don't mm-hmm. know if you've heard, we, we may have mentioned it on previous episodes, but we are in the process of um, a book about Casey, <gasps> the Six Minutes Universe, about, about her life before Six Minutes starts, and then what? eventually we'll, we'll hear what happens to her <laughs> afterwards, too. It's going to be a three-book three series, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys should see my face right now. I'm flipping out. <laughs> I can hear your face. Yes. I can hear your face. Yes. Too, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm just as excited as you are. Uh, Chris, would you mind playing Notes, Cyrus, and Casey? I'll get that out of the way, so I'm free for our date tonight. Cool. Wait, wait, what? We, we have a date? D- did you say date? Uh, yeah. Our date with Hermione, the robot? Hello, programming our hearts out. 
What you think I meant? Oh no, no, that's that's exact. Um, right. I knew. I meant uh that uh robot. <laughs> You're such a weirdo. Cute, but so odd. See you later. I'm cute. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. So good. Uh, what else do we have? You got a couple other notes here. Uh. Yes, I do have a couple other notes. So I have poor Cyrus. When when uh, Jezebel yeah. says it's not all about you. <laughs> uh. It's not all about you, Cyrus. But the article is about me. <laughs> Even the article about Aww. you is not about you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have? I feel like that's what every little sibling feels like sometimes. Like, I feel for my sister right now, because there are some times when it's something about my sister, my parents are like, okay, Shiloh, and I'm like, but my sister? <laughs> yeah. Getting over overshadowed. Yeah. yeah. What else do we have? What else do we have on the notes section? Uh, Farber. Oh, yes. Hey, Dr. Farber. I'm not really sure who to trust, but mom and dad say I can trust you, so... Here I am in the empty girls' locker room at school, spilling my guts to the voice recorder on my phone. Again. Here's the dirt. There's a spy in our school working for the Whittier Corporation. Mom and Dad are looking into my band teacher and the principal and the nurse, but they're looking in the wrong place. (laughs) That's cool. Uh, Let me say everything into this phone so that it can get stolen. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I was thinking about how it has the double function of that and also, like, like a classic TV recap, yes. you know? Yeah, like, time to check in on Holiday mm. and her emotions, you yeah. Know? And Jess, you right. were wondering if it was the same scoring every time it is. It's the Dr. Farber cue. We hear that every ah. single time she's talking to Dr. Farber. Yes. Interesting. It was the very first time that she's up on the roof in episode two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the first time we hear three, I guess. <clears throat> and then every time we got to it, I think it was always, like, yeah, we were happy to hear it again, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. I think it's in this show, it's only ever used in that situation. And then you had a really good one, uh, mystery sound of what it, what Brimley getting hit. Um, ouch. <laughs> I wasn't sure it was happening there. <laughs> oh, does she yeah, hit Brimley? Oh, you know, I think she pushes. Um, ouch. I can't remember what we did. I think that's pushing her out of the way. Yeah. Or like, you know what it is? I think at the time, if I remember correctly, it was like a shoulder hit. Oh. You know, like when you walk somebody and you're by and you're like. Poof. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Oh, didn't mean to do that. Was that me? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> and usually what that is. <laughs> Sorry. Chris, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's there are two parts. Well, there's three parts of that. There's the grunt from the actor. Yeah. There's some kind of a hit sound. Yeah. And then there's a rustling of clothes sounds. Yeah. It's a combo of those three to make that. Exactly, to make it sound like that's what actually happened. So we, a lot of times when we were recording, we'd have to go in and say, oh, she would do that stuff, and we'd go back and say, can you just give us a huh? you know, and then, <laughs> and then we'd mark it and say that's I can for, see it happening. Ah, exactly. Yeah. And what's this one? Dude, Sai, your sister just smashed in Brinley's face. Totally broke her nose. That is my son, Dash. Right. Woo! Who, as I mentioned hmm. before, is now 16 and does not sound anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> took me a minute to figure out if that that, that was actually him. He's in, an, in like, episode, nice. like, two or three, right? That's right. Yes, yeah. Zane. Uh, also, he's named Zane because I have friends whose kids are named Cyrus and Zane. And I, it's just oh, easier really? in that situation to, as opposed to coming up with a new name, it's the first one that came to my mind. Oh, well, that's cool. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. 
There's really only one character in the entire show who does not age. <laughs> Wahoo William. Wahoo William. Never ages. Never ages. Do you guys bring that back every time? Well, we try to. Chris <laughs> tries to. You know, we have, a good agent. Yeah, we, have, we have it. We have we have him at the ready. And, you know, mm-hmm. he has a good agent. We had to uh, make sure he gets in the show. It was part of the contract. <laughs> Uh, so anything else about these three episodes or the show in general, uh, Shiloh, you want to talk about before we wrap it up here? It's uh, It's been great having you, and it's so fun when we get somebody who's as experienced at the show as you are. Thank you. How many times have you listened to it all in all? Is it just one time through or more times than one? <laughs> I've listened to it all the way through on my own three times. Ah, <laughs> nice. Pretty good. I'm listening to it a fourth time with my sister. It's her first time listening to it. So I'm getting to re-listen to it uh, with her and then come back to Six Minutes Rewind to be like, oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Does she ask a lot of questions as you're listening? There's so many questions. We just got to the part where Casey has been exposed as flashcard and she was like, what? <laughs> oh, she was so satisfying. freaking out. And I was like, Sarah May, just calm it down. By the way, shout out to my sister, Sarah May. There you go. <laughs> Shout out Sarah now May. She, now she'll forgive me. She'll forgive me now. <laughs> Shout out Sarah May. Woo. Nice. <laughs> well, it's always a pleasure having somebody on that, that knows so much about the show and that loves the show like you do. So thanks thanks again for coming on. We really, we really, really appreciate it. Yeah, this was fun. Thank you for having me. And have a great birthday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Birthday. Thank you. Woohoo! Coming yeah. up soon. Happy birthday. Yeah. We love a birthday. Oh, oh, oh Jess. I hear... Oh. Speaking of birth, here we go. Yeah, yeah, okay. So if you want to be on the show, email me at jessica at gzmshows.com. Uh, next up, listen to episodes 37 through 39. Peace, love, and oboes. Peace, love, and oboes. Peace, love, and oboes. Peace, love, and oboes. Hey, parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're Free! Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today. Hi, I'm Ava DeMary, and I play Brinley Pasternak on Six Minutes. We'll be back with more Six Minutes soon. In the meantime, binge season one, two, and three, and listen to Remy's Life Interrupted and GZM Rewind so you're ready.